the challenge, just thinking back to my time as a student athlete, was honestly just being tired, like all of the time, you know, getting up for morning practice and then going to an 8 a.m. class and then going to classes the rest of the day and then afternoon practice and, and then doing. <laughs> You are listening to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we highlight the sport management program at the University of Indianapolis located in the amateur sports capital of the world. This content will help listeners better understand both our graduate and undergraduate courses through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors. These conversations provide an insight that you can't get from visiting a website or touring a campus. Also find additional information on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages to stay up to date. So today we are joined by Caitlin Worthington, who is now Caitlin Worthington Clifton. She recently got married and is a graduate of the UND Sport Management Program from 2011 when she got her bachelor's degree. She currently works as a senior manager of player services and travel for the Western and Southern Open. Thank you for joining us today, Caitlin, and taking time out of your schedule. Would you mind starting off by just kind of giving us background into what your role entails at the Western and Southern Open? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Excited to to be on here and and look forward to chatting with you and just kind of connecting about all things sport management and, you know, being connecting over UND because it's such a great program. But absolutely. So I work for the Western and Southern Open, which is a professional tennis tournament. It's held in August in Cincinnati, Ohio. And we are an ATP Masters 1000 event and a WTA Premier 5 event, which means it's the highest level tournament next to the Grand Slams. And this year obviously looked a little different for us because of the pandemic, the decision was made to hold our tournament in New York to go back to back with the US Open and maintain that controlled environment in one location for the players, which you know many leagues are calling a bubble. Um, so this year I worked all remotely, but next year we look forward to bringing the Western Southern Open back to Cincinnati. So under normal circumstances, as the senior manager of player services and travel, I oversee all travel and housing operations for professional tennis players and all the tournament affiliates and kind of some bullet items that are my job responsibility. I develop the contracts with our 25 partner hotels that we work with in the Cincinnati area. I arrange private house rentals and chefs, transportation and things like that for high profile players. Um, I facilitate the execution of player autograph signings for our title sponsor, which is Western and Southern. I coordinate the player appearances, both on-site and off-site, which might include the Cincinnati Reds first pitch or the hospital visit to Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And really kind of ultimately, I serve as a liaison between the tournament operations and the player representatives. So working closely with the players and their agents or representatives from the ATP or the WTA tours and really overall kind of enhancing the player experience while they're in Cincinnati. And then I also hire and train and supervise three interns on my team. We have a really robust intern program and we hire about 75 interns. And to supplement that even, we have about 1400 volunteers that work the tournament for our nine day event. 
So it's kind of a synopsis of what I do. And I've been with the organization for six years. Um, there's 14 of us that work full-time year-round. So we have a pretty small team and many of us wear lots of hats, but but it's a great tournament and one that I'm, I love being a part of. As a side note, are you are you good at tennis? Like, do you guys play a lot? That That's a good question. You know, I feel like the two questions I get asked most often are, do you work as your job like year-round full-time, which yes, it is. And then second one being, do you play tennis? Which I don't play tennis professionally or anything. I've always played just recreationally, but my husband is actually, he's the tennis player of the family. He played tennis in college and so, but we do go out and play tennis and it's really cool after the tournament when the courts are still set up, we'll go out and we'll play on center court and you know, feel all, all fancy, but um, I just play recreationally. So I know when I was kind of looking over your LinkedIn before I reached out to you, that you had, it seemed like some cool experiences with internships and such with uh, look like Special Olympics and even like the Indy Sports Corp. Yeah. Um, so could you kind of give us like a little roadmap or a rundown of maybe a positions you held before your current full-time job? For sure. So to backtrack and kind of explain how I got involved in the Western and Southern Open, prior to becoming a full-time staff member back in 2015, I got involved as a volunteer on the PR committee for three summers. So in 2008, 9, and 10, which were like my freshman, sophomore, and junior year of college, um, I would work the the tournament for their nine-day event. Um, I was on the public relations committee. And then in 2011, um, I was the travel and hospitality intern. So that was my first internship. And so I had been involved with the tournament for many years before even joining as a staff member and really maintained some relationships. And then prior to joining the, the team here, I was the program director at North Georgia Gymnastics. I was there for three years um, in a small town just north of Atlanta. I was the program director there, which was my first big girl job, you know, in the in the real world post-graduation, which was, it was a great experience. I had to, to grow up really fast. I think I was 21 when I accepted the job and moved to Georgia. And I had to do a little bit of everything. Um, I was responsible for, you know, really the overall growth and development of the gymnastics program that I oversaw. And then also, you know, overseeing the day-to-day -day operations and providing leadership to the participants, the staff, the patrons, had to create a lot of lesson plans and schedules for our staff, did a lot of organizing and executing of special events and implementing new programs. Um, and I hired and trained our staff of coaches and instructors that we had. Um, so that was a really great position because it kind of had me do a little bit of everything. But prior to prior to that, when I was still in college, and in addition to my internship at the Western Southern Open, I was the event operations intern at Indiana Sports Corp, which I'm not sure how familiar you are with their organization, but it's the, the team in Indianapolis that hosts a lot of uh, sporting events and their their job is to you know host and bring events to to Indiana and to Indianapolis. So they've hosted Super Bowls, Big Ten football championships, Big Ten basketball championships, Final Fours, um, and I was on the event operations team. Uh, so we are responsible for a lot of planning and, and logistical efforts for um, NCAA events and Big Ten football and basketball events. Yeah, I think my freshman year with the Indiana Sports Corp. They hosted the Shamrock 5K when Notre Dame played in Lucas Oil. Yes, yeah. 
that was a fun thing to volunteer for. Yeah, they do a great job of, of bringing events to, to Indianapolis and, and getting involved in the community. And um, there's a lot of opportunity with them for, you know, interning and volunteering. So, so that's a great one that um, I was able to get involved with while I was a student. You mentioned that you, you didn't play tennis growing up, but you were a student athlete at UND, correct? Correct. Yes. Go Greyhounds. What sport did you participate in? track team. So I, I was a runner for indoor and outdoor track. I did the 400, 800, pentathlon and heptathlon. Okay. I'm not even going to act like I know what the pent <laughs> or the hefts are. Um, so I really haven't had the chance to speak with a lot of student athletes. So I'm curious, were there challenges that you faced during your undergraduate time? Like maybe time management is a big one that you hear a lot. Or is there yes. something that like was a challenge, but now it benefits you because of where you're at? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think just naturally, a lot of student athletes are competitive. So, you know, we want to be the best and excel at everything we do, you know, in the classroom or, you know, for me on the track since I was a runner. But for me, I really thrived in that environment of having to balance academics and athletics and other obligations. And I'm very naturally type A. So I liked going to the library and knocking out assignments and organizing my planner. But a lot of those things, you know, a lot of those intangibles, I've definitely carried over into life as a professional in the workplace. Because to be successful in my job, particularly, I have to be organized and detail oriented. Um, and getting to work on those skills in college definitely prepared me for my workload and my career. Um, but I will say, the challenge just thinking back to my time as a student athlete was honestly just being tired like all of the time you know getting up for morning practice and then going to an 8 a.m class and then going to classes the rest of the day and then afternoon practice and and then doing recovery and then um homework or tutoring i just remember always being tired as a student athlete so that was that was a challenge to just get the energy to go to classes and practice all week and then for for us in track, you know, our, our meets were on the weekends, usually Friday, Saturday or Saturday or Sunday. So, so it could, it was long weeks. Um, but, but I really thrived having to work on that balance. That was just something that came naturally to me. And I really enjoyed my time as a student athlete. So did you graduate in three years from you, Andy? I did. Well, three and a half. Yeah. I graduated okay. a, a semester early in December of 2011. Okay. Yeah. I just saw it said eight to 11 on your uh, LinkedIn thing, so I was curious. So I hope this next question, I can get it out right. Uh, okay. Like, we had a guest speaker come one time. He was a... He was the personal trainer for the NBA player Eric Gordon, and he touched on kind of this question that I want to get across. He said that whenever was he was Nick in... Bratton? Yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, I ran track with him. Okay, so his talk was really interesting, and he said this thing that I'll never forget... He said that he views school as like the foundation you need to succeed like in whatever you're pursuing in your career. And he said it's like the 10% base that you need to build off the next 90% that you uh, need in the workforce. So I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are. Is there something that maybe early on, whether it was in your first full-time job or where you are right now in Cincinnati, is there something that maybe you were doing, you were planning something or getting a sponsorship or whatever, 
and then you maybe recalled something you did in the classroom like oh that's why we did this or something along those lines yeah and that's a really that's a great way that he phrased that you know it's 10 percent foundation and then 90 percent more when you're in the workforce that's a great way that he phrased that but i think for me and the way i would say i applied that is you know especially in the sports business world you know you cannot be average to to get your dream job you know and and as a student you know you can't just be good at taking tests there's so much more that goes into it so you know you cannot be average so you have to ask yourself what can i do to to be to be exceptional and to make yourself stand out whether you're an intern trying to get a full-time job or you're a student trying to get your first internship um, and I think for me, going above and beyond has always been the way that I've tried to to carry myself to get noticed in interviews and, you know, get land an interview or land a job. And I think going above and beyond now in my job is the way that I try to carry myself to be successful. I think for me, that's just that's the best way I think about it is, okay, you can't just be good at one thing. You have to really be well-rounded and you have to be asking yourself, how can I be exceptional and be well above average and what do you have to do? And so for me in my day-to-day, -day, I'm asking myself, how can I, um, how can I step up even more and how can I do this better? Yeah. Hopefully so, that makes sense. Yeah. Building off that actually, that ties into the next part, just kind of reflecting on the program and how it impacted you into you know where you are now is there something that you wish the program had touched more on that would maybe benefit students in the future or maybe something you're glad that the program had that you're seeing the fruits of your labor now just kind of yeah. like if there's something the program is missing or maybe something you didn't realize was such a big deal and you're like that's why we sure. took it seriously yeah, and I think that's that's a great question, and I'm I'm so glad you asked it because I do really think that UND does such a phenomenal job in their sport management program, and I can talk about that. You know, having gone through the program and now being in the workforce, um, I think there's so much practical experience um, that you get in the classroom, and I think I mean even though my time with in the program now was almost 10 years ago. Um, you know, I remember Dr. Van Sickle had so many projects for us where we were working with executives at the Indianapolis Colts or the Indiana Pacers. There was a course where you had to interview to be accepted to this course. And we planned the Special Olympics State Basketball Tournament. Um, and I just think that having this practical experience in the classroom and getting to work with organizations in the community um, that's giving you a leg up right there. But I think also UND just being located where it is um, in Indianapolis, there's so much opportunity with the Indiana Sports Corp and the Pacers and the Colts and the NCAA is located right downtown. And there's so many governing bodies. I think, you know, USA Track and Field, USA Gymnastics, USA Wrestling, USA Swimming and Diving. Um, there's just so many, so much opportunity for students to, to figure out what, path they want to take and what area they want to work in, in, in sport management. And I think also UND requiring two internships is, is great because it forces students to, to do different things. Um, you know, maybe you thought event ops was something that you really want to do, but then you find that maybe actually working more with interns and volunteers is something that, that is you're more passionate about. So I think them requiring two internships 
is great. And I remember some of their courses where you had to create your LinkedIn page and do a, a mock interview and a mock resume and cover letter. I think those things are truly practical for the real world. And I remember them just, it prepared me so much for, for my first interview with my internships and my interviews with, um, you know, my jobs in the professional world. So I have great things to say about the program. I think they're doing a lot of great things and I'm sure some things have even evolved and changed over the last 10 years. But from someone that came from that program, I, I speak very highly of it. I totally forgot about the, uh, the mock interviews until you just said that. Yeah. I think it's something that, um, you know, in, in the off season of, of my job, I help our director of, of volunteers and interns with intern recruitment and um, intern interviewing as we make our team for, for the summer. And, you know, I see myself and these kids from, from 10 years ago and, and there's so many things that some kids are doing or aren't doing. And, um, and I think you, Wendy does such a good job of preparing students for um, all those little things that make, make students stand out to employers. So my wrap up question, I like to ask whenever we have female professionals on the show, like as a succeeding woman in the sports world, is there like a nugget of advice that you would give to a young lady coming out of college who is looking to succeed maybe like in a male dominated role is there some advice you would give them on how to follow their career path yeah you know there is absolutely room for women in this industry not only to to work and to be involved but to have a voice and i've been very lucky because i've really been surrounded by a lot of um females in my organization and you know i think sometimes females or young women get this, there's either a stereotype or a reputation of them being catty or something like that. And I've actually found the exact opposite. You know, I've been very lucky to be surrounded by females that support each other and hype each other up and we brainstorm together and feed off of each other's energy. So, you know, to that, I would say not only just be the female in your organization, but just be the person in your organization that people love having around, you know, bring good energy to the office and be a person that that supports another woman. And it makes all the difference in working in an industry that is often thought of as being, you know, more male dominated, but we're seeing more and more women, you know, getting these high level positions, whether it's a C-level position or a VP position. And I think it's so great to see women having a voice in this industry and, you know, supporting each other. I think that's so great. That wraps up all the questions that I had. Thanks for taking the time to chat and help me out with this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think connecting with, um, you know, former alumni or students or it's so great. So um, if there's anyone out there listening that wants to connect, feel free to to chat me on either um, on LinkedIn and definitely reach out. And I'm happy to, to chat with you about all things sport management. And if you're at UND in the sport management program, you're doing you're going to do great. They have so many opportunities. So um, enjoy it and best of luck to you all.